This is an RNZ podcast. In the heady days of the 2005 general election campaign, Green MP Keith Locke made a promise he would live to regret. He said if ACT leader Rodney Hyde won Epsom, he would run through the streets of the electorate naked. Of course, Rodney Hyde did win Epsom. Keith Locke was forced to stick to his word, at least as best he could within the boundaries of New Zealand law and common decency. He walked down Broadway on a Sunday afternoon, clothed only in body paint and a G-string. Since then, most New Zealand politicians and pundits have been reticent to put their bodies on the line in support of their pre-election predictions. At least, until this moment. Sure, it looks like a one-horse race right now, but I also know that history shows things really do tighten up closer to the election. They usually always do. In fact, I'm so confident that Labour won't poll this high on the night, or even high enough to govern alone, that if I'm wrong, and if either happens, I promise to become a vegan for a year only. When Duncan Garner made that promise in July, News Hub's Read Research poll was showing Labour on 60.9% support. Fast forward to election night. The results have been counted. Labour supporters are overjoyed at their preferred party being able to govern alone. And on social media, another subplot is playing out. People are calling for Duncan Garner to keep his promises. This week, the AM show's host conceded to the people holding him to account and said he would be going vegan for a year. Well, where it all went wrong... So I wrote an editorial, this was back in, what was the date, July. I'd actually forgotten about that um, pledge. Now that it's been pointed out to me, uh, and I've started my vegan journey. This was part of an editorial that I do at 6.30 every day. And I wrote this, I scripted this, there's no way that this will happen again, because I can tell you if it does, then I'll become a vegan or whatever I said. So I was confident that Labour would never hit 60%, and that it looked unlikely to me that Labour was going to govern alone. Who knows what that was happening with COVID at the time. So there we go. So, yeah, I, I, I got it wildly wrong, and um, I don't think there's, uh, there's a shame. But you can't sit here every day and, or, you know, for every year for the last 20-odd years and, and, and be a guy that holds people to account and demands things of others. If you're going to go and, at the first opportunity, ignore a pledge or promise that you make yourself. You're, you're absolutely right, and, and it's commendable that you have uh, kept to your word. Now, the, the people and, that yeah, held you to account, I mean, you, you have to respect that, right? Oh, I think it's impressive. Uh, one, one, that they care enough to remember what I said. Two, that they actually remember what I said. Three, that they rang in, emailed in, marched towards the company's head office uh, to demand that I be stripped and publicly paraded. <laughs> as a, as a, a journalist and as a citizen, who I often bemoan the apathetic approach at times of New Zealanders towards issues, I was impressed with their, their civic duty of um, throwing me under the bus and onto the fire. So I guess it's like this. like Talk show hosts like you are required to come up with a forthright opinion every day, and sometimes more than one. As you're writing these editorials, are you just thinking to yourself, look, I can't possibly be right, but I just have to be, I have to be strong? I mean, I, I actually pride myself on um, being as accurate as I can be in my, in my journalism, and I will write opinion pieces based on the facts that are in the market at the time, if you know what I mean. So oh, I have, I've written opinion pieces for years for um, um, staffing at Dominion Post and for News Hub. There will always be times where you get it wrong. You can't be 100% right in your organisation that you're working for right now. There will be people that are 100% wrong, but you won't go and highlight that because you won't go and highlight that. There will be other parts where I've been wrong in life and that you won't go and highlight that because you're less interested in that. This time, it's quite a high-profile event, but journalists who think that they're never wrong are journalists who simply aren't worth listening to because 
uh, not living in the reality. Do you ever regret it, getting it wrong? No. Do you ever, even now? No. No, it's, it's opened up another opportunity to share <laughs> something else I don't know about. There's veganism yeah. now. It is also okay to have a few predictions and if you don't get it wrong, you take it in your stride, you smile and you have a laugh and, and, and you go with it. Not everything has to be the end of the world or the sky falling in. You know, everyone makes predictions. Will you be more reticent in your opinions and your predictions in future? If you're asking me, will I become more bland and boring? No. Will you keep making promises like this one? Promises that my body can't cash? Mm. Well, given your interview today, mm. I might spend a little bit more time on it next time, knowing that you'd call me and have a chat on Media Watch. Hayden Donnell there talking to the AM show host Duncan Garner, who, as we heard, will be a vegan at least until mid-October 2021, if he keeps that promise.